Are we on? Are we back? We're so back. Oh my god, it feels so good to be back at the Astro. It does feel good. I literally like got choked up when I sat down. Do you need a tissue? No, Do you need but to I use your like, one oh. allotted napkin? We only get one napkin apiece for this whole hour, so. No, I mean, I'm okay now. I didn't cry. No tears were shed, but I was, like, very... I just feel like a... It's, it's more just has to do with my life than anything else, but I feel like my life is in chaos and has been for a long time, and it was just, like, that feeling of, like, oh, remember when we used to have a thing we did regularly and my life had, like, a structure and, like, you know... So it wasn't the particulate matter in the air. I mean, it was that too. It was like everything. Due it was to like the sensorial. Yeah, oh, the Santa Ana's it's got me. It's fall in up. Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what the definition of fall in Los Angeles is? When your coconut oil turns to a solid, mm. it's fall in Los Angeles. Oh. But seriously, David's been going oh. through a lot. How much you want to talk about? I can talk about it all. I'm fine talking about it. I mean, I don't know that we want to jump right into it. I feel like. Let's it's, ease into it. Let's do a recap. So we tried to do an episode, right? The last one didn't work. Oh, a few, yeah, I think. Well, oh, actually, the last one that we recorded of these, which um, one of our fans that I ran into at Third Coast referred to as the reunion episode. Who said that? Nick White. <laughs> <laughs> so you ran into it at Third Coast. I did technically run into him at Third Coast. He, well, we recorded a double episode last time which we hadn't recorded one for a while. We, were, we recorded two in one go. That's right, that's but right. In one or both of those episodes, we also heavily promoted a guerrilla live recording of this podcast right. at yeah. the Third Coast Conference. That didn't happen. Which then didn't happen. And then I think on either side of that conference, which happens in Chicago, we had exchanged communiques about meeting here, and it hadn't worked out. So there's been a lot of, there's a lot of blood on the tracks. There's a lot of not the podcast not working out. But... But it, no more. I feel like we're back in it. Maybe even we'll do one this Friday. Maybe just the fact that you're doing this will reestablish the regularity I hope and so. normalcy I'm of your hoping, life. I'm hoping. I mean, that won't be the case for a while, but we're getting there. So we're back in the saddle. Yeah, back in the booth. These beautiful, what would you call it? It's not orange. It's sort of a... What color is that? A little, it's like maroon mixed with peach mixed with... Beige. I feel like it's like a custom Astro color that only exists in this universe. Right, it is the Astro. Yeah. When you paint your house, you could paint it this color if you want to go insane. <laughs> you like it? Is it a soothing color? It has the aspect of some sort of institution, maybe even a hospital? Yeah. Want to ring that up. Yeah, I mean, I just spent 10 days living in a hospital, but it did not have the charm of the Astro. <laughs> We're easing into it, ladies and gents. I'm drawing it out. This is what I do on this show. Yeah. Someone, um, another person I ran into at Third Coast, um, attributed whatever listenership we have on this show to the fact that everyone kind of has a David Weinberg crush. Oh, who's, who said this? Nick White. <laughs> 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 Apparently, I hung out with Nick White a no, lot in Chicago. I, was, I keep thinking, like, really? Like, people in the world of that, in the Third Coast world, listen to the live <laughs> from Azra? It's like, no. No, I, I didn't bring it up with anyone there at, Nick yeah. brought it up with me. He just said, like, hey, I'm not quite caught. He had one more to go to be fully caught up. And at which point he would be somebody who had listened to 100% of the seconds and minutes and hours of this that we have recorded over time. Which wow. Not a lot of people can claim make that claim. I don't know. Should we give out some pins? Maybe when we hit 100 we hours, even do, we can make 100-hour pins with a little Astro the, logo on them. to the diner to record the show more than, yeah, like, no, twice a year. So let's not, like, go making plans to, like, make pens just yet, you know. In the days and weeks leading up to this podcast conference, um, or radio audio conference, I was toying with the idea of printing up some cards to surprise you with, because you had been cool. asked for cards at some point. You'd said that Should you wanted order? cards. Oh, we ordered food, oh, yeah. Never mind. She, she gave me the look like, do you want to order? And then I thought I gave the look like... She's coming back with coffee. Okay. She's coming back with a warm-up. Oh, nope, she's going somewhere else with that. <laughs> I was, so Mar- so I was really over- hoping Martha was going to be here today. I know, me too. So Martha is not here today. We have we haven't had a meal with name, Martha. And- is, the, is it Sue? Is her name? I don't. We'll see. She has a name tag, but she doesn't like to be recorded. Yeah. And right now she's warming up coffees for a friend of mine, Angela, who is over there. I just ran into on the way. Yeah, random friend sighting. She looked like she was having some sort of fruit crepe, like maybe even a peach, wrapped in like a thin pancake. They do have crepes here. But you know what we're getting? What are we getting? Split the patty melt. Damn right. 
I'm kind of leaning towards getting a slice of pie, too. But I'm also... So no milkshake, my, then? Or milkshake. No, you know what? You get your pie. Do you want to get a milkshake? Okay, mm. I think we're ready. Okay. One check. I think we're going to split a patty melt. On rye. Extra cheese. Extra. Sure. Extra cheese. We're doing it the David Weinberg way. Yeah. So you're paying extra for cheese? American? American, yes, American. It's just okay. <laughs> medium. Uh, yeah, medium. And medium sounds good. On rye bread, no? Yeah. Yes. And it comes with fries. And grilled onion. Yeah. Yeah, grilled onion. Okay. And can we have uh, milkshake? Does it come with one pickle or? You can have two pickles. You two pickles for two guys. Okay. Yeah, and one straw. Uh, no, I'm just straw. kidding. Like two pickles, one straw. I don't know. It was like kind of a lady in the tramp goof. Whatever. Okay. This is how I talk, okay? I can't help it. I apologize to. Didn't look at her name tag and. Vara? Mara? No. Um, I think it had a V. Really? It's, yeah, it's different. Is it Vera? Is it Truth? Or is it Sophia? Is it Wisdom? Whatever. I know a lot of languages. My friend has a child named Vera. Really? Yep. It's a good name. I like that name. Four-month-year-old. Already has... Four-month-year-old? Four-month-year-old. Okay. That's a good age. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been too long since the malapropisms. That's not even a malapropism. What is the definition of a mal... Since you're such a wordsmith, (laughs) why don't you define... It's, uh... Well... You misspoke, I think, is what you were... I misspoke. (laughs) Absolutely. I took me like four months to convince my daughter that misspoke was an actual word, and now she believes it. But she was like, misspoke isn't a word. I was like, no, it's a word. Did you tell her that she misspoke? Yeah. Oh, no, I think I had Would originally said I misspoke. I think I, because I often am like, time to get dressed, when it's really time to put your pajamas on, and she just like cackles with joy, like, ah, ha, ha, you say get dressed, we're not getting dressed, we're putting our pajamas on, and I was like, I misspoke, and she was like, that's not a word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Anyway. All right, so you, your life has been in chaos. Yeah, you, yeah, my life has been in chaos. Yeah. Should we get into it? I, we really don't have to. We if can. You, if you don't feel uh, like Well, you know, we had this plan to go to Chicago. Also, I was going to, I wanted to do another Astro to come on to announce that I was going to be in a movie that was screening at the New York Film Festival as an actor, which is a whole other thing. And crazy. has it already happened? <laughs> yeah, well, I had to, I'm, all that, I was like on top of the world, you know, like I was going to be in a movie, it was going to screen at the New York Film Festival. I was going to go to Chicago for the conference, you know, uh, I was going to go f- with Faye, she was going to come, and then Katya and I were going to have like a week in New York, t- a couple nights in New York together without her, and then, and then everything just fucking melted down. My grandma died, and so then we had to go to Colorado for the service, and then right before we were supposed to leave, uh, my daughter got the flu, and then it got turned into pneumonia, and so she had to be, like, she was, like, breathing really weird. I wasn't there when this happened, but they took her to the ER, and then she didn't leave for 10 days. Katya took Faye into the hospital, and um, she had to have a tube put in her chest, to stick a tube in her chest, and it's like drained her all this fluid. It was gnarly. It was uh, terrifying, and like so, I flew back from Colorado and then canceled our, all our trips, and and we lived at the hospital for like ten days. And uh, she's fine now. She's home, but she's still not in school yet, and like it's unclear when she can go back to school. One doctor was like, "Don't bring her back until March." Until because flu season she has is to over. get her strength back, or oh, just in case she catches. Yeah, anything. I mean, because if she gets anything, it could land her right back in the hospital. Especially because they're not entirely sure how long it's going to take her lungs to recover. And if she gets another lung infection when she's fragile, it could permanently scar her lungs. But then another doctor was like, "Oh no, send her back to school right away. She needs to get exposed to germs and build her immune system back up." And it's like, okay, great. So somewhere between right away and so March. So you got modern American medicine versus well, they're both doctors. This is just two different doctors. Yeah, that just had two completely different opinions. Like, is there like a way that the b- bacteria exposure could be healthy for her? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't isn't know. it? 
not that this is the only question I have, but uh, isn't it true that if you catch the flu, there's like a strain or several strains of, of the flu each year? Sure. She had the A strain, which is the worst. Okay. But she p- tested positive at her. That was what set all this off. She had a fever for three days, and we took her to the pediatrician, and they're like, she has the flu. But then when they retested her, when they admitted her to the hospital, they're like, she doesn't have the flu. She has hantavirus and then these secondary bacterial infections that cause the pneumonia. And they're like, well, she might have never had the flu. It might have been a false positive. She might have gotten the flu, but then it just didn't appear in the second test. And they're basically like, we don't know. And so, so she got a flu it shot could come yesterday. back and it could re-aggravate. Like it could have, there could be another infection that could yeah, cause basically you again. They just want her to be like, they just want to make sure her immune system is not compromised and that if she did get something, she would be able to recover from it on her own. How are her spirits? Great. I mean, she fucking loved the hospital. She got to watch insane amounts of television. Like, yeah. insane. Like, what she watched more, mostly Disney movies. They have a huge library of Disney movies there. I had I had a couple moments where I was like, oh my god, we're trapped in this like Disney medical industrial complex, and like, you know, a couple like paranoid nights of like, do we even need to be here? Like, is this all just like, you know, a big commercial for Disney? <laughs> or just like, you know, Frozen medical four? industrial complex is like sucking us in and like, right? Because the doc was like, you know, back in the day they would have just given her some antibiotics and she would have taken a long time to recover, but she would have been fine. And I was part of me was like, well, would that be better than like her? going under and having surgery at four years old, you know? I mean, they don't call it surgery. They call it a procedure because really it's just like a little tiny hole they put in there. But still... You're talking about the tube. I watched her get put under. That was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. So she has to be fully under... Yeah, and so they wheel her in and they gave her fentanyl. Really? And then ketamine. And I saw the moment that ketamine hit her system because they put it in an IV and her eyes... She was in this bed just sort of like... She just, like, rolled back, and she was, like, gone. You know what I mean? Like, her eyes were open, but she was just not there. She Given was, her age, did they describe that as, like, a risk? Yeah. Anytime you put someone under, no matter right. who they are, it's, like, there can be all kinds of It's just, like, a wrong. lower dose according to how much... But it was, it was just, like, seeing her face and seeing her, like, go through I'm that sorry, was... Uh, oh it was just God. intense. It was intense. And then, meanwhile, everyone I know is out, like, partying and having the time of their lives at these conferences and, like, the film festival's happening. And then while that was happening, too, I was just, like, I couldn't really work because my brain was couldn't focus. And so I was just, like, glued to Twitter while the Kavanaugh stuff was happening, and it just felt like everything horrible in the world was happening at once. Um, it's a terrible time to have to do that. And now it's, like, you know, I don't feel traumatized by that, but now we're just at a point where we just want to, like, some normalcy back. We just want to have, like, I want Fado to be back in school. I want to be going, you know, and we just want to be home together as a family. You know, we haven't had that in forever. Katya's gone. She left. She's on book tour. She's reading tonight. If anyone downloads this podcast immediately, she's reading tonight in New York City. This being Tuesday, October 16th. Yeah, and then I think tomorrow in Brooklyn. What stores are we talking about? Should we do the full plug? I can get this out right uh, away. Yeah. I don't know. We just follow Katya Apikina, the deeper the water, the uglier the fish. Look her up online. That stuff's been going great, though. That's the other thing, too. Like, Katya's book came out, and it's been doing really good. And it's been amazing. Getting all these amazing reviews. So that's been good to see. We did How? a cool event. You were there. Anyway. It's been- no, no, I, I want to talk about it all. I want to talk about it all. Well, all right. I just feel like Do you feel I, like that was enough of a digest? <laughs> you're, you're done with that? I understand if you I'll are. I'll keep talking, but I also feel like I don't want to hog the conversation. Actually, I would love it if you did. That would but be then an it's not a conversation. First. Then it's just me, like... No, I, I can do a better job of, like, jumping in and, like, being your interlocutor. But uh, what point are you guys at with your journey back to normalcy right now? Well, I am... Kulkati's in New York. Her parents flew out there. So right now my daughter is with my in-laws at the house. And we're waiting to hear from our pediatrician as to when Faye can go back to school. Mm-hmm. She's going to, like, look at all the x-rays. Which is the, and all is that the pediatrician shit. the one who said exposure to bacteria is good or bad? She did not... She, she didn't say any of those things. Oh, th- those those were, were the experts the, or whatever? The, the doctors at the hospital. She, I mean, we took her and took Faye in yesterday... And Specialists, not experts. All doctors are experts. And she was like, 
she looks like she could go back to school. Like, yeah. you know, just based on her vitals and everything, she looks great. She could probably go back, but she wants to look at the x-rays and look at... She hadn't seen any of the documentation from the hospital, so I had to sign all that over to her. And I, I was kind of hoping to hear from her yesterday, but... Yeah, so... We're trying to figure out if we should, like, try to hire a babysitter for a week. I don't know. Which week? As soon as Kati gets back. Because her parents are only in town for, like, four days, and then we're on our own again. Didn't you say your parents were going to come at some My parents were here, yeah. My parents were here. were here last week. They oh, that's right. We to tried to... We were maybe going to do an astro with your parents, actually. Yeah, I was hoping they would come on the air, but it didn't work out. I'm so sorry. Thanks. All right, so your grandmother... Grandmother, she, yeah. That's where it started. Yeah, she was 89. Your father's mother? Your My mother's mom's mother? mom. It was time. She was, like, in a bad place. She was out of it. I mean, she didn't have, like, a big life-ending disease. She was just dying. Old and, age. It, and it was just, like, a, becoming like a big burden on the family. My mom was driving out to where she lived every other weekend with my aunt to take care of her, and it was starting to just get, like, stressing everybody out. And it wasn't like she was going to not... She wasn't going to recover, you know what I mean? She was dying. Right. So, but she died in her home, like, she wanted to. So that's good. Um, it was a nice, lovely service. You were able to go out for it. Yeah, it was at the church that my grandfather was the minister of in the small town that they live. The Methodist church. Yeah. And my whole family came out. That was the other. Bu- that was another bummer. I have all these cousins, and some of them had never met Faye before, and they were going to meet her for the first time. But, then but so she was sick, so she stayed behind she in L.A. Could, yeah. with Katya. Yep. So my uncle also recently died, and I was in Cleveland for his memorial, and he was a Methodist minister. Really? Yeah. And the memorial happened in a Methodist church, and it was fantastic, but. Um, Intense, and there was a lot of family, which you know, family I've n- never met, and you know, like uh, haven't seen in forever, and yeah. just many, many. I don't know. I guess it was your your mother, your grandmother, but um, there's just like hundreds of people from like preteens to like elderly people coming up to me and just being like, "Your uncle was the most amazing person I ever met in my entire life. And it was just like attended by hundreds of people. Cause wow. he, you know, cause he was a minister, right. you know, until recently he did retire and had about 10 years. Did you know him well? Not really because he always lived. We never lived in the same city or state. Yeah. And, and so I think it was, it was really nice for me to go just to hear about him from that perspective, not the perspective of like the family or from the distance or like our specific relationship, but the relationship that he had with like his community, which was really, seemed really great and really special. It's it's like a church that a lot of people love. It's been there for like a hundred years and it's like, you know, in this area in Cleveland. Um, And yeah, like 35 clergymen were there and just heard a lot of great stories. And also the day before there was like a reception at the church where we like stood there with my aunt and like we're in like the receiving line. It was like, you know, my aunt, my dad, my sister and me were like the only ones. And so everyone was like shaking everybody's hand and like, you know, being like, he was so important. He, you know, he's the reason why I blah. And, yeah. you know, like, it, um, you know, it was just like other one of the eulogies, like the one of the priests was just like crying and, you know, saying that he was his father. And, like you know, it was just like super Whoa. intense and lovely. But death. That was the good part about it, you know. Yeah. Some, how 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 is your mother doing? Uh, I mean, and she's. And your father. She's, on one hand, relieved that she doesn't have to keep taking care of my grandma and witnessing her deteriorate in this very uh, ugly way. And she's just obviously sad she lost her mother. She has no more parents. And they're in the middle of, like, dealing with all of the stuff that happens when someone dies. There's, like, this the big estate sale and, like, dealing with all of that and paperwork and all that. So I think she's still pretty stressed. But I think it was nice for her to, like, have a break from that and come out to Colorado and just hang out with her granddaughter for a few days. Nice. Yeah. There was so, this one funny moment. So, like, the night before, 
we all gathered with the preacher who was a good friend of my grandparents who was going to do the service. And everyone just tells stories and remembrances of her. And he sort of like listens to them and makes notes so that when he gives his talk, he'll have some. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. And uh, my uncle was telling the story about the first time he met my grandma. And he was like a long haired musician back in the day. And he had like his guitar and he it was like so this is your he, my, he married your married in the family okay my uncle my mom's sister's husband and he was like you know strumming the guitar in the living room and my grandma walked in and he was wearing a Fleetwood Mac shirt my grandma was like oh is that is that your band <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> and it was like you know it's like a funny story and then the preacher was like after he told us where the preacher was like that reminds me of a story too he was like young woman was uh, a friend of mine was at the grocery store and saw a shirt on a woman that said objects under the shirt are larger than they appear. <laughs> and, and then there was like this like kind of like everyone was just sort of like ah ha 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 like what? What? You know? That, but it was just like this, that punchline like, deserved an ice drop. <laughs> it was just like oh you are like an 80 year old man. Right. Who just like <laughs> he was like so Fleetwood Mac was his band right? And what does that mean? <laughs> and did they like, ever record a song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, my uncle was in Fleetwood Mac. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> not true. But yeah, I don't that's know. That's so funny. Uh, that's, that's classic, like, like, weird. Jim Calhoun. Preacher, dude. So he gave the eulogy. Did he mention that in his well, eulogy? Well, he, he talked, and then my aunts talked. I would have liked if he told his story during the eulogy. He'd be like, by the way. Well, he did. I mean, he they, he, they were close friends. Not the objects under this shirt. are. <laughs> <laughs> No, that didn't make it into the... Yeah, that's an interesting process. I don't know if it's it's probably not just Methodist or maybe it's common to all, like, Christian faiths. I don't know, but the one of the guys who was giving a eulogy, one of the priests who was giving a... ministers who was giving a eulogy at my uncle's funeral also came over and spoke to us. That was, like, our first sort of, like, duty or whatever when we arrived. It was like, he was like, he wanted to talk to my dad because, like, you know, my dad and his brother had been close and like my brother would talk about my dad in sermons and stuff like that, or just their upbringing a lot, you know? Um, so we wanted to like interview him specifically, but then me and my sister were also there. And so, and then some close friends of my uncle's who had traveled from out of state. And so we all just like sat there and he like had his little notepad and uh, he interviewed us. It was funny. Did it make it, did anything make the cut? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just, I mentioned that some, my uncle, we shared a name like his name was Richard Hill Parks Jr. I'm Richard Hill Parks III and um, when he he kind of took it on himself especially in like the last like decade or so to like email our whole generation like he would write us these notes like recollections of our grandparents who you know we knew when we were kids or didn't know at all oh boy here comes the patty melt when you get the patty melt, you also get a little French's mustard squeeze bottle with it. Do you ever put mustard it. on it? No, but I might squirt some down on the side and eat three pickles, three pickle spears. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here again with you. Varisa. Yeah. Varisa. I like that name. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever encountered that name outside of that embroidered apron. You mind if I salt these fries? Not at all. In any case, he would sign these letters that sort of like, you know, he was like carrying on family lore by like emailing us these stories. He would sign them O-U-D, which stood for Old Uncle Dick. And so that was like his loving nickname that he wanted us to call him that he gave himself, you know? So I thought that was kind of funny and that ended up in the eulogy. I can't remember what else. But he had had it pretty much like written by the time that we were being interviewed. Yeah. Uh, how about you? What about me? Did any of your things make the cut <laughs> into the eulogy? Not from that night, but my aunt made a book about my grandma's life. Oh. And she had all the grandchildren write messages to her in it. And I think something from my message was in there. She made this book just like last month or whatever? No, no, she made it a long time ago. Oh, okay. But she quoted some things So they were cute little David messages. Yeah. What was a cute little David like? Just like insanely cute. 
I don't doubt that. Faye is one of the cutest around in history. She told me today that she knows more than me. Faye did? No. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. What was your response to that? I, I said, believe you misspoke. I said, daughter. oh, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. And then what's A plus A? <laughs> What'd she say? She counted it out on her fingers and toes and said 16. And then I said, oh, yeah. Well, what's 16 plus 16? 16? <laughs> I'm run out of toes. <laughs> she said, I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going back to school until March. You're going to miss addition. What? She'll be in... Uh, kindergarten next year, right? Yeah, we're also dealing with all the school stuff, too. So we're like getting her into schools. a kindergarten? Yeah. What is your plan? David just had a bite of our classic patty melt with extra cheese. In a photo, remember back in the old days of the Astro, we would always take at least one or two photos. Sometimes we would have notepads. Sometimes we would come with little ideas about what we would talk about. Yeah. This show has evolved in a major way towards innovation. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think people are pretty intrigued by it. Honestly, I, I have been able to tell a couple people that I do a secret podcast with you, and they're like wow, you do with David Weinberg? And I'm like, yeah. Do you know him? Like, no, but I'm familiar with his work. I'm like, yeah, you should check out this. Actually, no. But I will protect the identity of who I'm talking about. Nick White is the only person who gets named by full name on this show. On the reg. Go ahead. You have something. What? What is it? I like like how much you're talking this, this show. Mm. 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 That patty melt is good. It is good. I think it's the best thing to order here. Oh, hands down. I mean, we still haven't gotten that chicken special. The house special. Yeah, the house special. Someday. Nick gave me notes on my food podcast. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Well... He was just sort of like, this is berserk, you're hilarious, I have no idea what to say, goodbye. But I told him, I actually, I had gotten your notes like Those an hour before. Fire, huh? Yes, I would. But, uh, yeah, we can just, but I had, uh, I'd already like started zhuzhing things per your notes. And so I, I sent that file to him and I was like, do you think this is better than what you just heard? And he was like, yeah, I kind of missed your presence and like felt like a little low energy when I went to those moments, so do this. So I'm doing it. I don't know how to do it without being glib, though. Anyway, everybody, everybody who listens to this, subscribe to Richard's Famous Food Podcast on iTunes to get a fresh app. Dot com or dot org? No, you just search it on iTunes. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, do I have to explain to you how podcasting works? It's like an iPod, right? It's an iPod, yeah. Podcasting is hard to explain. Some elderly people just refuse to get it. What's the thing that we're going to refuse to get? Anyway, subscribe. There's a new episode coming out uh, probably tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Going to mix it tomorrow. Uh oh. David's going back to his tight lipped self. I'm just. Just savoring these bites. Really good. I know. It's weird to, like. Discover something that tastes very delicious at this place. <laughs> it's a little disorienting. It's the perfect time for this. I woke up at, like, 7 o'clock. Had some yogurt with blueberries in it and a strong cup of coffee, and now it's 11:29. It was yeah, high time for a patty melt. Mm. So I want to point out that there are some Halloween decorations. 
on display at the Astro. Some fake cobwebs, fake spider web with tiny little skeletons on them, and a sign, a glittery sign, colored in orange, purple, and green that says, Home of a handsome devil, a wicked witch, and their little monsters. So that's what we're living at when we live at the Astro. So you think Astro life. Martha's the wicked witch. The guy with the old man that runs the place is the handsome devil. <laughs> yeah. And who are the little monsters? The rest of the staff? Or is it us? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they referred to customers as monsters. <laughs> I actually wouldn't be surprised if this place did that. <laughs> What are you going to be following? I don't know. I'm not trying to figure out that plan. Does Faye have an outfit? I mean, she costume? wants to wear her raggedy princess dress that she wears like three days a week, and I'm trying to like steer away from that. How long has that dress been in the mix? She got it for her third birthday, I think. So a year, over a year. She does love to wear that. No. Yeah, a third birthday? Yeah, she loves it. It's like her favorite thing to wear. And oh man, I had like a big faux pas. What? It was um, Yom Kippur. Uh huh. David Toman. David Toman. Also, I don't really. I'm like as we've established, I was raised Methodist, so my understanding of the Jewish religion is pretty much limited to Hanukkah and Passover and. Right. And. Uh, Katya was doing the art installation at the JCC, Silver Lake JCC, and so she got tickets to the service, the Yom Kippur service. And she had to go early to set up, and so then I was going to come later with Faye. And so I, like, I didn't realize you're supposed to fast, you know? And so I showed up the thing and I brought Katya and her friend Betsy coffee so I had like this tray of coffees and Faye and I had just eaten like bananas chocolate croissants and it was like banana peels eaten on the coffee tray and apparently I had like banana all over my beard but I didn't <laughs> know it and Faye I didn't realize it was the service and I thought we were just going to drop some coffees off with Katya and see her installation and so I just let Faye. Well, then you guys sat down and well, and then with everyone. Faye was like, "I want to wear my princess dress." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." So I let her wear her like raggedy. So we showed up like covered in food, and then this raggedy princess dress. And Katya was like, "What is wrong with you?" It's supposed to be a more solemn atmosphere than that. Yeah. No banana peels and so princess there was dresses. A, we went out to the car and changed. She did, and then. Um, oh really? Yeah. And you went back in and atoned. Yeah. What I don't know. I didn't really feel like I had anything atoned to for up until that moment I was like oh I guess I, now I have something to atone for it's like bringing <laughs> it's bananas to the <laughs> what did you atone for did you think any because you sit there kind of in silence I mean I've I never mean, done no, it I mean no it's the JCC so, so it's it? not the oh, JCC it, it's not in is temple. a little no they're like I don't know the term you would use for it progressive loose they like sing Leonard, Leonard Cohen songs and you know which ones hallelujah not like Suzanne uh, not Suzanne. Or not even that one where he gets a blowjob at the Chelsea Hotel. <laughs> they did sing that they one. They definitely <laughs> sing that one. <laughs> Everyone holding hands. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so it was fine. It was fun. It was good. It was cool. I'm always, like, trying to have some connection to Judaism, but then I'm like... Because of your ancestry or... Yeah. Uh, but then I'm also, like, bored sometimes by it all. <laughs> you know. It's a struggle to try to become spiritual in that way, in the context of, like, religion, you know? Yeah. Does Faye have a... Are you guys like, I'm going to grab one fry while the field is clear? Weirdly, she's Catholic. She thinks she's Catholic? Sorry, what? No, Faye's Catholic. Devout. You're going Catholic with Faye? Oh, okay. No, I'm I'm just kidding. We haven't really, really. Hey man, no judgments here. I haven't really <laughs> brought that up yet. She she does the seder. She goes to JCC. She's in the church play at my mom's church at Christmas. Oh really? She was last year. Which is the church where the memorial happened? No. Different. The church. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do religion-wise. What are you going to do kindergarten-wise? Um, apply to all the schools we can and see where we get in, and then, because the school we are zoned for is terrible. Mount Washington's the good school district, right? Mount Washington's good. There's a dual language program in Aldama, which is in walking distance for our house. But you have to get into it. Oh, yeah. We toured a really nice charter school, Citizens of the World, but it's in Filipino town. It's kind of a trek. I don't know. How long do you have? Like now is when you have to do all this stuff. By November. It's a bad time. Things aren't normal right now. Even through the ringer. How's Katya doing with it all? You know, keeping it together. Gotta go read. I mean, she's excited about all the success of her book, but we just want fantastic to, reviews. We just want to like be at home together and like cook dinner and like be a family. Yeah. That's nice to like miss that in a way. Yeah. Because when you're in it, you're like, oh, how come my life isn't exciting? Like, you know. <laughs> And then when it gets ripped away from you, you're like, oh, my God, remember when we used to just watch movies at night after cooking dinner and, like, being together in the same house for 24 hours straight? May I recommend a television show once, yeah. when you get back to normalcy? No. Yeah. I just started ripping through, like, last week, the Great British Baking Show. Oh. I've heard it's good. It's so good. It's so hilarious and Should good. I start the beginning? Someone told me to do that when I brought it up over the weekend. I was at a wedding this weekend, and I was talking about it, and someone was like, you got to start at the beginning. And I was like, but it has no, the only narrative is, like, within the season. It's, it's obvious, like, how it's constructed. You know, it's a competition show. Right. People get eliminated. Someone wins at the end. Uh, and every show is structured the exact same way because um, someone leaves every episode, and there are, you know, three segments to the competition. Anyway... Um, but they're like, no, 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 because like they used to have this like different comedian doing banter and like, and then they like lost their network. And I was like, so I need to follow that narrative, like the sort of like meta narrative of the show is that compelling. And I, I already hooked myself into the most recent, the fifth season, and I'm like, you know, in love with every single baker on the show. Wow. Um, they're all great. And they're British, you know. Who doesn't love the British? The cold-hearted people. But it, they also do these, like, extremely British things in the show. Like, they make... So the, the two judges are named Prue and Paul. And at some point, like, they're always excused so that the uh, the two other... They're these sort of, like, comedians who, like, um, provide comic relief and also, like, kind of, like, shepherd uh, the bakers through the logistical aspects of the competition. So at some point, Prue and Paul are, like, excused to and then they'll come back and judge later. And it's, like, one example of what they do that it, you would never see on American television is when they left, they were like, sorry, Prue and Paul have to go now. Yeah, they're going to go drag racing. It's the Prue Paul drag race show, right? Right? You know, and just, like, all these, like, puns. And I don't know. I, of course, I love that stuff. And then it's also just, like, a proper trifle from Cornwall. You know, like, originated. Yeah. They always do a little history segment where they talk Are about. Are you into ba I don't think of you as being a baker. Do you bake? No, I only make pizza. Uh. Bread. I make I make bread and pizza bread pizza and bread. bread not very well. What's pizza bread? It's um, well, it started in Cornwall. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> okay. I'm just not good at, at bread. I'm better at making pizza. So somewhere between them is like what I make. What? So what is pizza bread? Just throw a bunch of flour and water and yeast in the thing and. But you don't put pizza toppings on it. It's like flatbread. Flatbread, okay. Um, oh, yeah, I put pizza toppings on all Are my Are you breads. intimidated by the precision required to be yes. a baker? Yes. And I don't own a scale. I mean, that's not a hard problem to solve. <laughs> it's one of those things that I... <laughs> if only like, I could get to the... Do you remember the To the mitts? town uh, scale store. <laughs> remember I had the, those old oven mitts that had, like, holes in them? And mm -hmm. this is the same thing with the scale. Mm. It's like, there's no reason why I don't have it. I think I know what to get you for your birthday. 
my birthday's so far away. I should really get a scale before then. But but you haven't been inspired please? to like cook a Cornwall trifle. I have. I want to make a trifle. Mm. But a trifle has like jelly on top. It's like this gnarly thing. You like start with the jelly. And you I don't even know what a trifle is. Neither do I. Except uh, I watched a show about it last night. <laughs> and you're like, I gotta have one of those. There's three segments. It's like there's the first segment where they, it's usually like a bunch of small things. It's like you know, chocolate pudding or whatever. The second segment is the technical challenge. So there's something difficult about it. Mm-hmm. You know in terms of precision. And then the third one is the showstopper, so it's where they like to do some, like, like really, like, ornate, like, uh, like people often do, like, it's like, this is a cake, but it looks like a purse, and then when you cut it open, there's, like, a little comb inside, but the comb is, like, an edible peppermint candy that I made out of, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, and so a trifle is something with, like, you end up with the jelly on top, but, you know, you put it in a tin on the bottom so that it sets, and then you build out with, like, like crumb down from cake? there. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess that is what upside down cake is. Uh, yeah, the British are like, we'll call it a trifle. Yeah, exactly. And Americans are like, eh, it's an upside down cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, stodgy is a word that's used a lot in baking. Mm. It's when the crumb is like too too thick or like like it's like either over kneaded or too wet. They'll say ah. it's stodgy. It's, it's a bit stodgy. Anyway, highly recommend it. All right. God, it's good. It's been like really soothing to me over the past week. <laughs> I'll check it out. Highly recommend uh, yes. when you get back to normalcy. Yeah. 2019. 2019. What podcast have you been relaxing to recently? I haven't you, been listening to podcasts. Listen to in the hospital? What were you doing to pass the time in the hospital other than fretting about Kavanaugh? I was I like beer. Reading a little bit. What book? I was mostly just consumed by Twitter. Yeah. Um, I started Reefer Madness and <laughs> got super bored by it and stopped reading it. And then I started reading Imperial, the William T. Volman monster tome about Imperial about? Valley. Oh, okay. He writes. It's like a thousand pages. a lot pages. of words. Yeah. Ten, two thousand, five thousand, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. One. Uh, tried to catch up on some New Yorkers. Uh, I actually deleted my podcast app last night because I needed memory, and I was like, "I'm doing it. I'm starting from scratch, so I have to like so go back like, and resubscribe to everything." Please, I was taking so many photos last night at the drag show and videos. Oh, yeah, so what was this up. drag show that you went to? I tried I to get like, you to come. But I know. I also realized when you I had been watching. So that's the. I said I. I was just watching TV, and now I'm going to sleep. I had been watching the British Baking Show, and then I saw your text, and I was like, full on in my jammy jams, like having watched two hours of like yeah, British I, I competition. I don't television. blame you. Uh, I don't know. They do a drag show at this bar by my house every Monday, and I've been meaning to go for a long time. And I wanted to see it, and tonight was like the Halloween one, and I had free childcare at night, so I was able to go out, and I was like, oh, I'll just walk down to the offbeat and watch the drag show. Pretty incredible. It was great. Wait, is the offbeat the one that's... It's at York and Fig, kind of at oh, the yeah, Starbucks. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Right, it was the, great. The place is still there? It was great. It was super fun. You know, drag shows are always a blast. And there was some amazing costumes. There was a guy who... It looks a like girl, a lot woman, of fun. A performer who, like... <laughs> Please. Bit in a bunch of raw chorizo, and then, like, the chorizo went flying everywhere. Like a, a sausage casing of yeah, chorizo? Yeah, oh And uh, there was, like, a one performer that did, like, this sort of emo-ish song where it was, like, a Kavanaugh performing an abortion on some woman, and there was just, like, tons of fake <laughs> blood, and, like, uh, that was intense. And then, like, inter- but, like, so there was, so like, was, some song was, was playing. sort of, like, October-themed, right? It was, like, Yeah, but then also, like, they just kept playing all these news clips. And it, like, was actually scary. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the, oh, yeah. Hearing the news and then seeing, like, this, like, graphic abortion scene play out where I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, gnarly. Um, then there was, like, a um, nu- nuclear housewife bit. There was, like, this towering The old nuclear housewife like a, bit. I sent you a video of this guy. He had, like, a... Yeah, that was incredible. He was wearing, like, a skin-tight black outfit with the skeleton pacing on it, like huge metal hair. And then he had a guitar that was just, instead of a guitar, it was just a skeleton and he played a skeleton like a guitar. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, um, that was rad. Yeah. There was a Che Guevara that 
saying well, or what is it good for? And che Guevara himself? Yep, the real Che Guevara. So everybody was in some sort of costume? Yeah, it was all. But like, like could have been a Halloween yeah. theme. And then they had like sexy nurses that would come out. Natch. And clean up all the fake blood and chorizo in between the acts. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun, it was a really fun time. That uh, bar was always kind of weird when I lived there. Like it's still kind of a weird. I, don't, I, I went there a couple times, but it was. I mean, I like, like it, but kind it's kind of, of like a, yeah. I don't really know. I mean, I don't remember this show or anything like that. It's every Monday. We should go sometime. Starts kind of late. I think nine. Oh. Well, we were texting at like. Yeah, it didn't get started until ten thirty. Okay. <clears throat> but the Instagram said nine. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't make it out. Oh, that's good. I've been really... I don't blame anyone who doesn't, like, come out when I text them at 10.30. I, like, had this On a Monday, on a Sunday night. The weekend before Monday it was night. third coast. I'm just, I'm just, like, actually really... Coffee or no coffee? Yes, coffee. coffee. Thank you. Coffee. I'm good. I'm good. Varisa. How are we doing on time? We got 15 left. 14 left, actually. Final topics? You want to talk now it's time about for lightning round. Cookbook? How's the cookbook going? Can you talk about it? Sure, it's going great. What's what's are you what's what's happening in the phase of the cookbook now? They've been shooting all the photographs in New York and um, I'm adding headnotes to all the recipes. What's a headnote? It's the narrative text that like often sits above a recipe. Ah. So Usually I approach it from, like, is there any story to this, like, the creation of this that is, like, meaningful and pertains to the overall narrative of, like, the book, or, and or, uh, are there any, like, pro tips on, like, how to make it, uh, you know, like, how to get this recipe right, or, like, you know, other ways to apply the ingredients or something like that. It's like, hey, yeah. you're making caramel sauce for this drink, but you know what caramel sauce is good for? Everything. Right. Put it on ice cream. <sighs> Whatever. We don't have to tell you that, but we do because... Readers expect that. Like, yeah. a lot of I'd, cookbook readers seem to be like kind of like split into two factions. Like, one needs to be told literally everything because they're like, well, you didn't say to like take the skin off the garlic, so why would I take the skin <laughs> off the garlic? You know, and it's just like because you're putting garlic and you're making pasta yeah. sauce or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there's that type. And then the other type is sort of more like how I am with cookbooks, where I, like, look at it, and I'm like, well, I kind of got five of these ingredients, yeah. but, like, and this will stand in for that, and, like, I don't need that, and I'll do, you know. So, but a lot of people are in the first camp, and I think the perspective of the, like, the publisher and the sort of copy editors that get involved is way more from that, where it's just, like, like, on the Gorilla Tacos cookbook, we had a copy editor who, like, literally lived in, like, rural Vermont or something like that, and he was like, what is this, like, cilantro like where am i gonna get that <laughs> you know like his whole thing was just like look yeah. i'm the whitest guy ever like yeah. you know a tomatillo what is, you know like <laughs> so it was like a lot of like you know like can't say like any w foreign words without also where we landed was with that was like because we really wanted to keep them in there obviously like we don't want to be like instead of saying like taquero like say like a person who makes tacos on the street you know like yeah. of, of hispanic origin you know so like <laughs> yeah but there's a way usually to use the word and incorporate the definition into like the sentence or sentences around it that we ended up with so uh, there's that and then I you know usually I just like get really like stressed out and like uh over ambitious and then every week or two or three I talk to the editor of the book and he's just like listens to me and he's like hey you know this shouldn't be a hard book to write because you got a lot of great material and you're a really great writer <laughs> and then I'm like oh yeah I'll stop freaking out okay cool he's like really good at like kind of like playing me uh -huh. like and that is his job you know like because yeah. he can hear that I'm just like well you know it needs to have a narrative and like you know it's got to be like more uh -huh. than a cookbook but also like ah, I'm having trouble like and uh -huh. he's just like baby 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 <laughs> you know he's it's like boba baby it's boba it's boba baby <laughs> And so he's, we've got all his feedback on all the narrative pieces and everything's like looking really strong and we kind of have like one more big narrative piece to go and then we will have the materials to make a book. And then after that, it just turns into a never ending project of like editing and revising and, you know, now that we have the photographs layout, we'll start to get mocked in and actually, uh, technically 
our deadline was yesterday. So, but this is the part where the deadline gets like fungible, you know, because I, I talked to him when I was in Chicago and he was like, baby, the deadline's just a number, you know? And I was like, oh, right. No, I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> Shout out to Francis Lamb. He is a really cool and collected guy. He Sounds just does like, like a, he's the host of the Splendid Table, which is like the biggest nationwide food show oh. on radio. It's uh, not Liz Lynn Rosetta Casper no, anymore? He, he uh, succeeded her. Oh, so. wow. I didn't, I'm behind on the... Yeah, he's great. And he also is an editor at Clarks and Potter, but he's just like, you know, I see what he's doing. He like puts out this show every week, this food show. He's like, oh, so excited to share this uh, new cover with you. It's uh, the Chrissy Teigen book I've been working on so hard. I hope you guys enjoy it. And he's like, thanks so much. Uh, There's no conflict of interest there? Between? I mean, he's just like promoting his own books on the show? Oh, no. Uh, like in his aspect, uh, he's an editor at large, I think is his title, wow. at Clarkson Potter. And so he's, he does like several books a year. Yeah. And yeah, there's just separate. I just see it on Twitter. Or like another thing that he, you know, I saw on Twitter recently. He was, I think it was like GQ or something. He was like, "Thanks GQ for like including me in your list of like the 15 coolest dads in America." And I'm just like, "How does this guy do all this stuff?" And then I'm like freaking out about this one little book. And then I get on the phone with him, and he's like, "It's all good." It's all good. So he's been really a comforting presence. I've really enjoyed working with him. And um, yeah, I, I worked with him once before in like 2008. He was at salon.com and he published a video that I made in India about the world's most delicious mango mm. that like no one else would go near with a 10 foot pole and he was like it's great <laughs> so. that's my story about the cookbook and I'm sticking to it and there'll be one under every tree in Christmas 2019 well it's coming out in October 2019 so pre-order six months from now or whatever We'll, we'll, we'll keep plugging it. Oh, we'll be plugging it hard. Yes, sirree, Bob. Uh, but all the photos happen without me in New York, so I just sort of, like, watch the incredible photos come in. It's fun. It's making a book. Whatever. It's not It's not life or death. It's like making a food podcast. Just do it every, once every three years. and Yeah. And like a book. Hurt. Yeah. Like a book. <laughs> the book of food podcasts. <laughs> That's what it is. Um... So you're going to get more involved in the next episode of Richard's Famous, right? You're not busy. Yeah. I mean, I have this big meeting tomorrow. You need some unpaid work, Where right? my future gets determined. Tell us about that. <laughs> my boss got fired. Oh, also, all that shit was happening. My well, not fired. I guess maybe the, the wording is amicably separated, I think, is the official line. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but... Sorry to see him go. Gary Scott was just gone there was no like two week notice it was just like gary won't be here tomorrow and he'll never be here again everything's cool we're just we just go going different ways everyone's on board with this decision did he ceremonially walk by with like a cardboard box full of his stuff um i wasn't there oh I there was a meeting i think you dialed in from the hospital or something i don't know what happened i think he just went home on friday and didn't come back on monday well he did a lot of great things at kcrw i'm sad yeah. to see him go yeah he was great he brought me there hired me i need to write him a note i actually like queued up a, a, bunch a of good note shows. to write him so i have a yesterday. meeting tomorrow with the interim boss to talk about my future it's just like what your job will look yeah, like going what my forward. job looks like and what's expected of me and because right now Right now Since I'm just you've been releasing news your podcast, stories. you're doing news stories. Okay. Yeah. And the plan was that at some point you'd return to your pod? Yeah. I mean, there was never a plan, but that was the idea. And I'm hoping that's still the idea. I'm sure it is. It's got to be. Probably will be. I mean, I will circulate a petition. <laughs> otherwise, on your behalf. If we have to harness the massive and incredibly loyal... Oh, if we have audience. to wield this audience, if we have to wield <laughs> we have to, the power of the Astro audience machine on, yeah, for a cause, it's like I, the midterms of like... podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do whatever we need to we'll do. We'll do what it takes. But so you have this meeting tomorrow. What time of day? I have a I have a crazy day tomorrow. I have four things I have to do. <laughs> that is a lot, especially in this I have time. A, I have my performance review meeting where we talk about how my past was. This is separate. I have another thing I can't talk about. 
phone meeting. I have... Why can't you talk about that? That meeting about my future, and then I'm, I'm on a panel. I'm doing some panel discussion at an architecture firm about the image of Los Angeles and I don't know I don't even really understand <laughs> I don't know I don't know there. because you made a show called Welcome to LA or yeah because... well it's a bunch of KCRB people are in on this panel it's like being moderated by Frances Anderton who does the right. architecture, the architecture show. show yeah and she's like do you want to be on this panel oh that's fantastic and I was like yeah anything, Big fan of that anything, show. anything for you guys I'll you know put me on any panel whatever you want I have no idea what they're gonna ask what the I don't know so that'll be interesting big day tomorrow just watch LA plays itself tonight. Again, I've seen it. Yeah, then don't. That's not really a rewatcher. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be. No, I love it. You should rewatch it. And you can just steal a page or two from that guy's book. Yeah. I mean, we all know that downtown is a false icon. So anyway, Schindler House. Schmidler House. Yeah. More like masochist destiny. Is that an architecture joke? <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's a Horace Greeley joke. Whatever. It's not a joke. None of these are jokes. All right, let's tell our jokes in the last five minutes. I didn't make you do accents this week. Well, yeah. Thank me. <laughs> Thank you. You want to do some accents? I mean... I like it when you do... <laughs> I'll do accents if you want. When you do your Michael Barbaro. Here's what else you need to I know today. To daily in so long. I think that's, oh, really? It's been great. Oh, has it? Through the Kavanaugh stuff, it was great. I yeah. Thought. I don't know. I, you know, it was such a part of my daily routine of, like, dropping Faye off at school and then listening to it on the way home. And then when that went away, I just... And now I don't have a podcast app, so basically I don't listen to podcasts anymore. What, what's the first one you're going to subscribe to when you re-download it? Probably live from the Astro. <laughs> Keep those numbers up. <laughs> Keep us on the charts. Yeah. I'm going to only subscribe to my own podcast from now on. Me too. Yeah. I mean, there's. you certainly have enough. You have, like, well, you have Welcome to L.A., you have Random Tape, you have, of course, Live from the Astro with David Reinberg and Richard Parks. Somebody asked me why your name is first. Another fan. I don't know. I said because I Why, wanted it that mean, way. My name, where? Oh, like I, someone was like, "What's the title of the show?" And I was like, "It's live from the Astro with David Weinberg and Richard Parks." Oh, I didn't even know that was part of the title. Our names are part of the title of the show. I think so. Maybe not. Uh, I don't know if I'm subscribed right now on iTunes because <laughs> storage can be an issue. No, I don't have it on my iTunes. Wow, neither of us are subscribed right now to our own show. I don't subscribe to I'm a single podcast I'm still subscribed right to Welcome now. to L.A., even though you're down right now. Yeah, no. no. I've got my food podcast on there. Well, we don't know what the title of this show is. We never have, and we're sticking to it. So do you want I, to do this again soon? Yeah, maybe on Friday. Friday? Should we do two in one week? Is that just too much? Friday, I will be in Santa Monica. but. Okay, well, maybe we could do next week absolutely or thursday coming to say hi to you angela are you leaving yeah yeah, yeah. Do you want to be on our podcast real quick no come on, <laughs> come on. I'm too okay really all right that's it yeah that's it i want to see you soon make it happen okay i promise i will but he did it because he had to make the truck me too i'm gonna walk away and there's Angela. I was really hoping she would come on. She's great. She seemed great. I didn't even introduce you. I don't think she was like did not want to be recorded. I had to That's respect fine. that. Got to respect that. Definitely. I mean, it's up to if you're deep. Some people don't even want to sit next to people recording themselves. These guys seem to have no problem. Should we just let them? She's like slowly Play us out. Turn the <laughs> mics onto their table. <laughs> Shut up, little man style. I want to do something like that. I want you to produce the next episode of Richard's Famous Food Podcast. Well, talk to my agent. Oh, boy. Great. I'm your agent. Oh, that's right. Well. I'm talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll help make it. Good. I think you need to have some planning meetings before you go out. That's what I'm talking about. We should have some planning meetings. That's all we need. Yeah. 
I mean, we can do it right here before or after we record one of these. Not yeah. now. We both have to go. But or we could just plan it out on the show. Two birds, one to tell them. No, no, that's too much of the sausage being made, I think. All right, so parting thoughts? It's good to be back. I like the way you talked a lot on this episode. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Let's just take another four-month break so that you can <laughs> build up some more <laughs> stories and thoughts. Well, folks, this has been... I'm David Weinberg, by the way. I'm Richard Parks. I'm the, the famous guy that you have the crush on. Bye.